Welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment, encouraging you to live your best life. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to Conversations with Miss Mary, podcast episode 66, presented by From Victim to Victory. I am Miss Mary, your host, and our mission is to share good news. You're not a victim, you are victorious. You can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, I love to say encouragement and empowerment is our business. Yes. All righty, let's go to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you once again for this a new day that you have blessed us to see. Thank you, God, for grace and mercy. Thank you, God, for your loving kindness and your unconditional love. Father, we are so thankful once again that you have blessed us to be on this podcast, Father. I thank you for all our listeners. I thank you for our guests and what you're doing in their lives, Father, as we continue, Father God, to grow in wisdom and knowledge and taking care of these temples and temples and living this abundant life, Father God, that you have blessed us to have. We thank you, Father, for our Savior. We thank you for our Lord. Because of him, Father God, we are able to live our lives abundantly. So, God, we praise you. Thank you. And, Father God, decrease us and use us for your glory, Father God. And when we leave this podcast, our listeners leave. Father God, we will leave with a renewed mind, Father God, and wisdom and knowledge, Father God, that we once again, are living to do your will and pleasing you, Father God, taking care of your temples. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All righty. Well, listeners, I tell you, I am excited today. I am excited. But before we, I present our guest today, and we get our conversation started. I want to suggest you grab a pen and paper, your computer tablet, or whatever it is you use to take notes. Once again, you know I'm emphasizing. I love to say this is an educational podcast because that's what it is. So, so you want to get some good notes. Okay? All righty. Well, listeners, I am wearing ecstatic you out. You know, Miss Mary has said for the last couple of weeks, I am ecstatic. That's my word. You know, I always come. I'm excited, but ecstatic take it to a whole new level. But really, you know, there is no word for me to use to describe how I am really feeling about my guests joining me today. I tell you, we are going to have an amazing conversation. And when I tell your listeners, I am just overjoyed. <laughs> I really am. 
am. I really am. So let me go ahead and introduce our guest. Um, my guest today um, is Tierra Johnson. Yay! So let Hi. me tell you. <laughs> so Tierra, I know Tierra has been telling me she's excited too, y'all. So, but let All me right. tell <laughs> let me tell you a little bit. Let me give you a little bit of background on Tierra. Tierra is a graduate student at Georgetown University studying PR and corporate communications. Her love for constant learning has helped her find her new passion for crisis communications and mental health awareness. Tierra recently launched the mental health awareness organization Embrace Mental Health LLC where she hosts her own podcast and interacts with others through her blog. Tierra felt compelled to write this book because of her newfound passion for mental health, awareness, and advocacy in 2020 after experiencing her own struggles with mental health and watching others close to her experience similar feelings. She knew this book would help serve a bigger purpose in the mental health industry. Ultimately, she hopes to bring more awareness to the mental health crisis in the minority community through empathetic storytelling. When Tierra is writing or studying, excuse me, is not writing or studying, she has time to enjoy her real true love, Netflix. I want my Netflix love too. I love that. <laughs> she is a TV and film enthusiast and an expert in choosing the best shows and film at any given time. All right. So, Tierra, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I, <laughs> um, now that um, now I'm going to say to the first timers, uh, what I, I'm going to say to you, Tierra, what I always tell my first timers, their first time joining me on the podcast, and that is you're part of Team Victory now. So, <laughs> uh, yes, and this is your first time, but it won't be your last. So, <laughs> uh, now you are young. I would say this, and I was thinking, I said, you know, Tierra is the youngest guest, but I, yeah, you're the youngest guest that I had so far. But you know, age doesn't exclude you from a past of coming back. So we're looking, <laughs> we're certainly looking forward to you coming back. And uh, anyway, listeners, let me share this because we're going to get started. Um, I, I'm so thankful uh, Tierra has a tight schedule, and I praise God for this opportunity. I thank her for fitting me in, but I'm getting ready to tell you it because this is noteworthy because I know it, it, my point is it, it somebody needs to hear this, and we need to right. be reminded, um, you know, um, and then after that, we're going to get the conversation started. But uh, listeners, you know, Miss Mary tells you this often. I often say, you know, that God is in control of my life and I'm just a willing vessel. You know, I'm just a willing vessel and um, I'm the facilitator and the coordinator. So uh, this week, I'm telling you, God did. He confirmed that again. And he said, <laughs> I say that again because I have moments when I think that I have something planned and then God just shows up and remind me who's in control. And so definitely 
this was one of those times this week, um, but with the podcast, Tierra's mom, whom I worked with many years ago uh, in the school system, and I always said, Miss Johnson, uh, Tierra, I always tell your mom, and I always said she was one of the teachers if I was in the fifth grade, because I remember her teaching fifth grade for years uh-huh. and years. I would uh-huh. say, you know, that is the teacher whose class I want to be in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she does. It is definitely a gift. It is definitely a gift that she has, and so she is definitely in her lane. But um, getting back to what I was going to say, I, I, you know, she texted me and um, she sent me the information, the link uh, about, um, you know, uh, you getting what we're getting ready to talk about. And so, of course, I got so excited and I'm thinking, oh, I got to get Tierra on the podcast. I got to get her on the podcast. So I reached over to pick up my planner um, because that's what I was getting ready to do. I was thinking about getting ready for the podcast. And I said, let me reach out to the guests I thought I had scheduled for this week. And when I opened my planner, I was like, I'm um, thinking, I look, and there's nobody scheduled on the on this date. And I'm like, oh, my. Uh, and the guests I thought, was well, that's for the next week. And I was like, I looked, and I just started laughing. I said, oh, God, you're up to something. So I was like, let me call T- Let me called Tara. So anyway, I called Tierra's mom and we did a little catch up thing and a little chip chat about Tierra and her brother, of course, was another one of my babies, Miles. So uh, we did a little chat and I told mom, I said, you know what I need to get? I said, you know, I do a podcast. She didn't know, but I said, yeah, I do a podcast. And I was telling a little bit about uh, from victim to victory. And I said, I got to get her on the podcast. And she started running down. She said, well, I don't, but let me give you the number. I said, yeah, let me have the number. So I know it is no coincidence. Absolutely not. It is divine order. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, um, Tierra, I, I mean, really. So once again, I'm excited and God it knows what he's doing. And so I know um, you've written this amazing book and we, you know, you, you listeners heard me talking about that and a little bit of her bio in her bio. So, um you know, I already, from reading the summary, uh, Tier, I got so excited. And listeners know we have one of the things we educate in is mental wellness. I always right. like to call it because um, that is uh, uh uh, av- I am an advocate for mental health because once again, as you and I talked about, and that's what I got so excited about, not even that it was you, and I'm so proud of you, but what you're doing. And then, too, I understand um, when God gives you assignment, and that's what I call them, you know, you have to, you're compelled to do that, um, right. you know, and, and why, if you love peace, I always tell people, if you love peace, you know, because if he gives you an assignment, be obedient. <laughs> Otherwise, and right. then the other thing, too, is, um, you know, it, it's a blessing. And if you don't do the assignment, oh, yeah, he got, he got someone who, who will. So, but because he chose me, because he chose you, and it, you, you have a yes spirit, so once again, um, God is, is just a blessing. So, and you did that. You you took it and you have made written this amazing book. Um, from reading the summary, I know it's informative and it's educational. And um, uh, at work, I, I was working on my uh, calendar yesterday. The month went by so fast, and I was working on a calendar. And I pulled it up. I was like, "Look at God! It's mental health 
Awareness Month. Yes. May, yes. yeah, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Right. May is the month. Of, and I was like, wow, what is, <laughs> so, yeah, so once again, God's time, and you know, he's always on time. So I said, look at you, God. But anyway, I just want to start um, talking about the book. I want to start with the title, um, okay. the name of your book, um, you know, um, and it, it, it's just so awesome. The name of the book is, uh, I'm looking at this, I'm grabbing Living with 2020 Vision, the Mental Health Awakening in the Black Community. And when I read that, I said, wow, the title to me says so much. So, so let's start by talking about the title and tell us how you came up with the title. Okay, so for all the listeners, first I want to say thank you so much for having me on. I am, like you mentioned, really excited when we did have that initial conversation a couple days ago. Like you said, our passion and our purpose both align, really, like you said, divine timing and divine order. And so it was nothing for me to find some time in my schedule to do this because I do believe that my story can hopefully inspire, you know, one of your listeners, somebody who's listening, like you said, you may not know who's really this message may be for, but I'm glad they have their pencil and paper out because <laughs> they may get some jewels. So with Living with 2020 Vision, um, the the initial title came between me and my mom. We were actually sitting here at home, stuck in quarantine, isolation, and I had already went through this whole mental health awakening journey. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into that part yet, but um, I had already went through this mental health awakening and I, and I felt compelled already. I knew that this was my purpose to write this book. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing I could think about was 2020, the year is already going to go down in history. I know that for a fact. I've been, you know, we're both in the school system. We understand that the history book is going to be made, but I wanted to do my part the best way I knew how, which is through storytelling because I am a communications major, mm -hmm. um, do my part to make sure that I was getting our experiences told in writing. I wanted that in black and white. So if you wanted to keep the book, you could have that memento. You could have that blast from the past if you want to really remember what we overcame and what we went through in 2020 because it was a lot. I considered it a triple pandemic almost because not only were we dealing with the racial aspect, not only were we dealing with all the effects and impacts of COVID-19 on our community, but we were also dealing with an economical thing too where when everything shut down, some people... We're, we're stuck trying to figure out how to pay, you know, their next bill. Right. But yeah, mm -hmm. it, was, it was just so much going on. So when I thought of 2020, of course, you think of 2020 vision being, well, I know in my family we do because my brother's the only one in the house that has perfect 2020 vision. Um, <laughs> but I thought it would be so interesting to kind of put a spin on the idea of 2020 vision mm -hmm. being perfect idea. And when you, when you really get to it and when you read these stories of these people that um, I've, I've kind of collected in, in my book, you, you understand that 2020 vision for you can be different. It should yes. be different for anybody. When mm -hmm. you think back on 2020, what three adjectives, I love to ask people, what three adjectives do you automatically think of? Most of the time, the responses I get back are, are always negative, chaotic, you know, stressful, um, un unknown. You know, I get, I get a lot of things. And so mm -hmm. I tell people, once you read this book and you really grasp the, 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 the science, I say, of empathy and compassion, you realize that just by having a willing and open and openness to listening to other people's mm -hmm. experiences, you gain similarities. You gain a compassion. You gain mm -hmm. a sense of empathy for somebody else. And for us in the black community, I think it's so important to 
start having these conversations. Yes. I was literally just on a panel with the Black Mental Health Alliance with two other doctors, and they were big proponents of therapy. You know, there are um, uh, minority therapists out there that, you know, they were given resources. And I just had to be real with everybody and say, I know this is kind of unpopular opinion, but guys, I've been through that struggle where I hit these barricades, these walls, whether it be lack of insurance, whether it be the therapist is not black, you know, whether it be, there's just so many other things to even get to the points where you're sitting in front of a therapist that I think if we start at just being comfortable talking about it mm-hmm. with others and creating safe spaces around it with others, mm-hmm. we can start working on ourselves within our community without having to rely on the crutch of therapy. I don't want people to think, well, if I can't afford therapy, my mental health doesn't matter. It must not be important enough. I, I, I got to just do other things. I just got to focus on other things because there are definitely other ways. And, you, you know, you just have to be open and willing to find what way works for you. Right. Other ways. Right. And then really work with that. Exactly. And let me let me just jump in right here, Tierra, because in our in my age and um, I'm a little older than your mom, but in my <laughs> parents age, when we go back to their generation, they didn't have they didn't have that and so everyone once again you know that was the closed mouth age about everything so but now as you said there is talk about it you know there are so many other options and then we have uh so much more mental illness we we can put you know it's more prevalent once again and then it's important to talk about it because when you open your mouth to talk about it you find you're not the only one (laughs) you know that is education when you open your mouth then you other people open their mouths is what I'm trying to say and that's literally what I experienced when I when I ask certain people to sit down with me and talk almost every person who I talked to at the end of the conversation it was like wow you know that was my first time ever really saying that out loud or wow you know after this conversation I will actually probably look into some additional resources because now that Mm -hmm. we're just talking about it I understand you know it's not that bad to try it out and so that's my ultimate goal in the book I am my I'm not a therapist myself as you mentioned I'm going to Georgetown for public relations and communications far far from therapy but I like you am an advocate in 2020 Mm -hmm. I, I walked into my advocacy role and like you said it was all divine order divine purpose it was something that was called upon me and like you said I I couldn't turn away I literally could not turn away from it even it was and that's why I call it an awakening wonderful Um, yeah it is so much in this title that's what I and when you started off talking about 2020 you know because when we hear 2020 everybody thinks about perfect vision but once again the vision like is different for everyone your experience and then the awakening part I love that because we do we once again we need the awakening that it's real that we need to talk about it these are conversations we need to have because that's the only way we're going to heal that's how we're going to get the help is talking about it right and i would actually argue that in 2020 a lot of people in the black community were forced to acknowledge their own mental health struggle because of the isolation that's really where the awakening part of the title because whether you really wanted to or not everybody whether we talk about it or not because like you said there is this silence culture around mental health in the black community you can feel some things you may think about it and you just don't want to say it out loud because for a lot of people once you say it out loud it makes it real but once you actually were in 2020 and you did have to sit down and you couldn't use your typical distractions or activities to kind of take your mind off of anything, a lot of people were starting to say out loud for the first time, therapy. 
or mental health. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is a big step. Because yes. we know that before 2020, that wouldn't have happened. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I saw people around me, my brother, people who I interviewed, my mom, and how she handled 2020, like you said, being such a dedicated teacher and having and not having that sense of interaction with kids. Mm-hmm. That took an effect on her. Yeah, I'm sure. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and like I said, people, they may not be a teacher, but if they hear her story, they can relate to the fact of, of needing that, that interaction, being a socialite, being the one that wants to, you know, talk to people and having that suddenly ripped from them. They can mm-hmm. empathize with that. There can be compassion in that. And so that's where I, well, that's what my stories or my book is hopefully trying to do. It's literally a collection of stories that go over six main mental health themes that I feel like the black community faced in 2020 that ultimately sparked this mental health awakening. So I know you read on the bio, I, I talked about black male trauma. Um, I have uh, election day anxiety mm-hmm. chapter that kind of talks about how the black community felt with you know, feeling the weight and the pressure of the world on us to make sure that we did our part at the election office, um, just to kind of still not be considered, you know, in, in top priority when it comes to legislation. Like, there's just a lot of things that go on. The public school system, I I do a chapter about that, where I kind of highlight my mom and her principal and how that complete shift not only affected teachers, but also affected students and learning and their lack of access to technology and and having to kind of adjust and still being held to some standard of performing when everybody's going through it. Like if people just really, and I and I know people have, we, we all went through it. Like I said, I didn't even get into the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor stuff and all the other senseless deaths mm-hmm. that we had in 2020 that uh, uh, ultimately uh, directly impacted the black community. It's just so many layers and themes that we went through that if we don't sit and talk about it it can only get worse Mm -hmm. and that's why like I said I am the biggest proponent of advocacy and talking about it which is why not only did I am I in this process with this book but also I I went further and in February I did launch Embrace and Mage which is mental health LLC um that like you mentioned in the bio Mm -hmm. just kind of once again if reading isn't your thing that's not your niche I'm also giving you a podcast where as we're doing right now you're listening to conversations with people who may be going through something that you're going through Mm -hmm. and you would never know unless you are open enough to really listen to the stories of others and so not only does it go within a black community thing but regardless of race and that's why I say this book like you mentioned has so many levels to it it's really it 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 has education to it it has you know the storytelling to it it has some some experts in it that that kind of back up some of the feelings that you may have felt it's a lot that goes in it but ultimately regardless of race if you can read this book and have an openness in your heart and your mind to really want to learn more about our struggles you will ultimately walk away with a a more empathetic understanding to the black experience which can ultimately in the end adjust your 2020 vision yes this is this just awesome and the, the key part is communication because once again um, uh, you get to know yourself a lot about yourself when you communicate right. with others because people in the human and I guess this is human nature and one of the, the things that God has, has given me in my spirit is the empathy. Empathy is so important because right. once again we have to think out the box. That's why I tell people think out the box. Everyone is not like you. Yes, God created us in his own image. But once again, he gave us different gifts, 
talents and abilities. So we are different. And so communication is very key. And getting to know yourself. You learn, you know, from other people, you learn a lot about yourself. Because I see myself differently from how other people see me. So it is so important, um, the communication. I love the book. I love the way you broke it down. I hadn't gotten the book yet, guys, but I'm going to get it. And I had told your mom, I won't, because of my schedule, I always look for audio books. But <laughs> it did or either ebook. But I am going to get because I love the fact that you actually and that is so important. The stories, once again, I say I, I call them testimonies, test for testimonies, test. There's always a test. And you but it gives you a testimony and that testimony is not for you. It's not just for you. It's your story. Yes. But your story, when you share your story, it is truly going to help someone else. And you never right. know who you're going to help. And um, the fact also that your, your organization, Embrace. So tell us a little bit more about how Embrace. We talked about the book, and we're going to go back to the book in a minute because you did such an awesome job in the summary. I learned so much through the summary. That's how I know I want the book, you know, and I love the fact that you, you got other stories. That is so important. Because everybody has a different experience, a different perspective, you know, different experience. Uh, you know, we could be in the same room um, or even on this podcast. But when we get off, when we tell us it's going to be different. So that is so that and we learn from each other. So um, but so talk a little bit more. Talk, tell us a little bit more about Embrace. So Embrace MH, um, like I said, on my 25th birthday in February, I really just had this idea that I wanted to be able to lean in all the way into advocacy. Like I said, I realized that books, especially for my generation, and even like you mentioned, everybody's not really into the books anymore. Like you said, you'd rather audio, even ebook. A lot of people aren't really into the paperback, and I get that. Me, as a writer, I, you know, I love that. I mm-hmm. want to have the physical copy. I like to keep that, you know, <laughs> so that generations from now, my kids can see it, read it, because yes. they're learning yes. about 2020. The future is going to be learning about 2020, and if we leave it up to people who we've left it up to in the past, um, I just, I, I don't see a lot being done with our stories being told properly. So I decided to continue to lean into that and create another way that people um, can embrace mental health in our community in particular. And what I thought about with Embrace is just the fact that we need to start normalizing these conversations. So Embrace MHLLC is a mental health awareness and lifestyle brand that not only, um, that, that ultimately tries to normalize conversations around mental health. So I realized that in our community, yes, we are hesitant to talk about it and say it out loud, which is why, okay, if the book doesn't work for you, cool. If the podcast is not going to work for you because you're not ready to have those stories yet, cool. But with Embrace, I was able to um, use uh, lifestyle and, and fashion and apparel to kind of get people more excited or comfortable wearing something that may promote mental health, which, Mm. once again, is a big step in our community because a lot of people, I know my generation, they'll go for the designer and the labels or, you know, they'll shop with anybody else first before they wear something that promotes mental health. You know, nobody Mm -hmm. wants to bring attention to it and they definitely don't want to wear it. But the way that I have kind of set up the brand, like I said, because it's not just clothes, it lets people know that it's a bigger purpose. It's a bigger thing. So when you're wearing Embrace, yes, it's not the most stylish, but it's it's a comfortability thing so that it reinforces that idea of being comfortable with your mental health. I want you to be able to throw on a sweatshirt or a t-shirt 
when you're, you know, running to the store because, you know, you, you're not even thinking about it. You're just putting, you're, you're reaching for something and you say, oh, this looks cute. Let me just throw this on. It's simple. It's, it's consistent. And it's, it's also unisex, which is a big thing for me because I want it to be inclusive. I'm not just doing girly clothes and then guy clothes. And between me and you, it's, it's really not even a lot of clothes. <laughs> I have more podcast episodes, which I actually think are doing way better than the clothes. But like I said, the whole point of the brand in its entirety, the whole point of Embrace Image, and it's also a website, so it's www.embracemhllc.com. Um, but the whole point of the brand is for you, like you said, to find what works for you. I'm bringing all the options that I can possibly do, you know, that's mm-hmm. within my wheelhouse to the table and at the end of the day I'm hoping that at least one works for you if you don't like to to listen to podcasts then okay the Embrace MH podcast is not going to be for you if you're not a reader I get it living with 2020 vision is not going to be for you but if you're into clothes or you know that's what you like to spend your money on then sure go ahead and and look into our shirts look into our sweatshirts because at the end of the day not only does 10% of all the proceeds each month go to a mental health awareness brand but you're also doing your part by saying you're comfortable in in purchasing wearing and being seen and something that promotes mental health awareness and and i'm noticing and i want to give our community credit i am really noticing that we are after 2020 for sure leaning more and more into to getting comfortable talking about it and like i said getting comfortable wearing it and getting comfortable sharing their stories at the least like we are slowly turning and now I'm just ready to give people the tools that I see fit. So like I said, my book discusses how other people approach their journey, um, finding their 2020 vision, I'll say, within 2020. Um, and like I said, everything may not work for one person, but there may be one thing that works for you. There may be one thing that you walk away with and say, you know what, I may try journaling or I may try you mm-hmm. know, taking that walk instead um, to, to find what works for you. And that's all I, I can really do to promote and like I said I'm just using Embrace I'm using I'm using this book to not only solidify myself as this advocate and letting people know it's okay to talk about it but um, also letting people know mental health is not going anywhere in the black community and if we don't deal with it now it will become a bigger crisis so true so true and I am um, so grateful and so thankful for you um, I love because I always talk about um, the generations you know we right. that's that's another issue people live in the now and about it's all about me myself and I but no we're called once again to uh, help the generations we're called to to what we're doing now once again it's going on from generation to generation so we want to make sure that they are equipped and um, you're like me I call them tools and you have done an awesome job I love just listening to um, we have the book and then we have embrace and and once again the podcast so awesome it's amazing you know to to just be a part and know that you have contributed whatever your contribution is and you have uh is so many you like you said you have several options you you have blessed us with so many options so and you get to pick and choose what works for you because once again we're all different now um tiara tell us Tell tell us how, um, tell our listeners how they can help you continue the awareness. What What is it that we can do? Right. So right now I am in my last few days of my pre-sale campaign, which I'm trying to raise a goal of $5,000. Right now I'm 80 
1% funded. So I am really close, less than 24 pre-orders away. But I have worked with my publisher right now to come up with a really unique opportunity where not only can people support by donating, but they can also get a pre-ordered signed copy of my book right now. But it's only for, like I said, I'm, I'm in the last couple of days. So the site will be down soon. Um, I am trying to hit that goal. I'm really close. But if you could, at the least, follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm not on Facebook yet, but on Instagram, I am at trulywritten underscore. So T-R-U-L-Y-W-R-I-T-T-E-N underscore. Um, on LinkedIn, T-R Johnson, T-I-A-R-A Johnson. Um, and there's a link that you can click on where you heard of our lovely host talking about how she was reading our bio and how that really intrigued her. That's where the bio is. There's a short video that you can watch as well. And if you're feeling uh, compelled to, to help support and help promote this mental health awareness in our community, I would love it if you could donate whatever you see fit um, to make sure I reach this goal, to make sure that in August of 2021, this book is published. Because right now, like I said, this goal of 5000 is not only making sure you get your signed copy, it's sent to you, free shipping, you're included in the acknowledgments, you get a part of my, you get access yeah. to my author <laughs> journey. There's a lot of things that come with it. Yes. Um, but on a more important note, it also ensures that you're doing your part to make sure, that, or we're doing our part together to make sure that we get this book out into the masses and, and fully published. Without this money, I won't be able to, or I will be delayed, I'll say, in um, getting the funds to make sure my editing fees are set up and my, my book cover design is all worked out. So hopefully, fingers crossed, with the support of not only this podcast, but just the black community in general, I can um, get these last couple pre-orders done to make sure that I definitely hit my fully funded goal and get this book out to everybody in August because that is the, the ultimate, ultimate goal. And what's the, Tierra, what is the deadline right now? Do you? The deadline right now is I have May 2nd is my deadline. I am right now in talk, so I don't know by the time the listeners are hearing, there's a great chance that I may have got it extended so that I can enjoy this first week into Mental Health Awareness Month. I really want to kind of take advantage of the full week, but it's no guarantee right now. So as of now, it is May 2nd, and mm -hmm. of course, if by this time you don't see the link, the least you can do is just follow both of those pages so that you can stay updated because at some point this book will be coming out in August and you will still be able to get a chance to purchase it. It just, of course, won't be a signed copy. Of course, you won't be in the acknowledgments. You know, like the cute little perks that you can get now. Yeah. It's, it's a, a once-in-a-short-time-frame in a thing. But I would love to still talk to anybody who, of course, has a story if they're feeling compelled to talk about it. Like I said, you can go to my Instagram page and I do these um, Instagram conversations. I've done one with um, another therapist, uh, uh, um, an African-American lady who's actually one of the experts mentioned in my book. Um, so I talk to a wide variety of people and just like I said, normalize these conversations. You can also still support by listening to the Embrace Image podcast that's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay. Um, you can check out EmbraceMHLLC.com. Look if you see anything you like. Maybe it's a blog post. Maybe it's a shirt. Maybe it's a sweatshirt. I don't know. Um, yeah, I have I, I have these all these different avenues out. So just in case this book thing, like I said, worst case scenario, I'm not able to take advantage of this first week. You can still support Embrace. You can still support the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I think 
I think there's still ways. And of course, I'll be back to talk about it before mm-hmm. the book comes out or maybe in Definitely. August, finally out and we can have like another go round. Okay, but we we declare right now. We decree and declare that it is going to be an extension. Okay. <laughs> it is going to be an extension because I know the the listeners will be. We upload on Tuesdays, right. and so uh, we so we declare that God has a plan, and His plan is the right plan. So we declare that and decree that in the name of Jesus that it will be extended. So, but you have once again all of these other. Um, avenues and you will be back to talk about yes and i want to thank you so much once again i know i'm getting my um hard copy i'm gonna get mine today i really i'm order mine today i like i said (laughs) would have loved to if i can i don't know how you are on time because this is such a testimony show i think it would be amazing to just kind of talk about really quickly how i even found out my mental health awakening journey in 2020 and how that kind of sparked me to write this book sure I, I feel like maybe somebody who's listening may have felt the same way and like I said it could you know it could let them know they're not alone yeah and we definitely want you to do yeah I definitely want you to do that and, and I um no, no, you know, one thing, Miss Mary, that I didn't tell you, but Mary, flow with the spirit. I ain't in control. I don't tell, I tell you that. So I'll, you, you go right ahead, whatever, um, you know, that you have, uh, having your spirit to say, and you're definitely right. Someone needs to hear that. Someone right. needs to hear because your journey is, it, it really will help someone else. So go so right I'll ahead. Just, so in 20, before the end of 2019, I was already kind of ignoring my feelings of depression. I had to move back home. I didn't really know what I was doing out of undergrad. I wasn't in um, my Georgetown program yet. I was just in this really weird phase that I called myself like a quarter-life crisis. I was telling my mom, I was like, girl, I don't know what is going on. I was gaining weight. I was just, I was excluding myself from friends, family. I was in my room 24-7. I didn't have any motivation to do anything that I liked. And school is a big thing for me. And I was just not into it at all. I was over it. So fast forward to 2020 when everything gets shut down. I'm already used to being kind of isolated, so it was kind of normal to me, and I was watching my brother have to come home from college and my mom have to come home from school and them adjusting, and so I walked into this kind of role where, like, okay, this is how you do it. You got to find some type of routine. You're going to have to do it. Like, it almost leaped me out of my depression, and so I was like, okay, maybe this year is not as bad as everybody's going to make it seem. Well, clearly I spoke way too soon because literally after that we had the death of Kobe. We, I mean, yes, Kobe. We had the death of um, of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. All that stuff started happening, and it took its toll on me because having to see, um, especially the Breonna Taylor thing for me being a black woman and just mm-hmm. the lack of care that they put compared to George Floyd, it mm-hmm. upset me because you know black women always seem to come out and support for for everybody and. It seems like you mm-hmm. always last to really come and stand up and stick up for us. So I was dealing with that internally. Um, here in Atlanta, because I am from Atlanta, um, I watched on the news how these two college kids were literally tased and pulled out of a car mm-hmm. because they missed curfew. And mm-hmm. it shocked me because I would walk on those same streets when I was in undergrad. Literally months mm-hmm. before that, I was walking those same streets. I was used to that area. I was familiar. And it just shocked me because those kids were like, you know, they could have been a friend yeah. of mine on campus. 
Mm-hmm. And so that affected me. The very next day, I told my mom, look, I know we're seeing how these protests are going on the media and how they're portraying them, but I need to do my part for Breonna Taylor and just do what I can, and I need to go and protest. And she was totally against it. Keep in mind, we're going through a whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she wasn't really excited for me to be putting myself out there with all these people with masks on, no vaccine in sight. It was a lot, but I told her, look, I really have to do this. I have to do this for me. I want to do this. She was nervous because, like I said, the media had been showing that all these all these protests ended violently. There was no peacefulness. There was no nothing. And so she was nervous, of course, for that. I still went out there, and I luckily went out with, like, a friend. Um, but as soon as I went out there, and I mentioned this in the book, and this was the moment that I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm this is an awakening. Because not only was I watching mm. my mom and my brother deal with stuff, but when I stepped outside and into the crowd um, in Atlanta, and like I said, this was a really large one. I had never been to a protest before. I immediately had a panic attack. And in that moment, I didn't know it was a panic attack, of course. All I knew is that my heart was beating really fast. Mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe. I had shortness of breath, very, very shortness of breath. And I was shaky. I was very, very shaky. And, and it hit me out of nowhere. I, I wasn't even in the crowd for more than two minutes. And all these feelings started happening. And my friend could see that something was wrong with me because I couldn't even speak. I was just kind of like stuck almost like wow. in, a, in, a, in a glaze and it was it was weird and she saw me and she was like are you okay and we kind of just walked to the side I had to literally leave out of the crowd and I told her I don't know what was going on but this is crazy and we sat down I got some water my breathing of course uh got under control but that was a moment for me and in that moment I learned the power of togetherness it was something about that wow. moment that was so life-changing it was not mm. um the typical protest that you see or that the media portrays it was togetherness it was people of all races all all colors you can imagine i mean of course mm. it is atlanta it's kind of diverse mm. but it was it was everybody coming screaming from their their balcony they mm. had people outside mm. on their front lawns with signs like in support and it was to the togetherness it was the chanting it was the, the screams for black lives matter i felt heard I felt seen and I knew that if I could make our black experience feel heard and seen through my storytelling, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that because I knew that we had went through a lot. Like in that moment when people were chanting for Black Lives Matter, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor was like, yes, you guys all understand that we as a community are facing something and it's not about anybody else but us in this moment and how we're dealing with it. And I found comfort in other people mm-hmm. understanding me. And mm-hmm. so from there, I was Empathy. like, oh, this is what I need to do. This is how I need to do it because if I could feel that from these strangers from all walks of life, I know that somebody, at the least one person who reads this book, can walk away with a difference of opinion towards the black community and our experience in 2020. And so whether that be one of us within our own community or, like I said, somebody who's not of the African-American race or minority race, I'm open to anybody who is willing to take that journey with us and kind of walk into adjusting their 2020 vision. Wow. I was just thinking, uh, Tierra, as you were sharing that, uh, once again, that's what I've seen in 2020. That's what we saw is coming together. That unity doesn't matter like it's, like it's supposed to be. It uh, doesn't matter what color, what race, what origin, what gender. It's people coming together. And right. that just makes uh, such a powerful difference. And then what if you had not? See, we have to learn, once again, the spirit that is within us to follow the spirit 
of goodness because you know the difference between the two spirits you know but if the spirit is showing and now i'm saying that to all my listeners what spirit to follow because once again what if you had a you know with your mom's fears what if you just buckled and said well okay mom but in this instant you follow your spirit you explain to her and i know she understands that and it's a mother i understand her fear but once again fear is a tool that the devil uses once again to keep us from just look where you I mean just look what happened when you went beyond we have to our fear and I said fear and faith <laughs> it takes us once again what takes us is fear and faith to move forward but if you uh, fear um, faith not fear you have to move in your faith rather than your fear but if you follow the spirit once again uh you know fear overcomes the faith overcomes the fear is what i'm trying to say you got to move beyond your fear because fear is the tool that's used to keep us down but when you move in the spirit once again you followed your spirit what if you hadn't and that that when you had the anxiety attack that once again was a test that did not stop you you got over it and moved on and then the more once again that's how we conquer our fears because and it doesn't come life is full of challenges and in challenges you find growth you know you find growth in challenges and then that once it opens up our awareness so i am so grateful and so thankful um, and, and, and that's what we have to start doing as well. We focus too much on the negativity. I saw a lot of blessings. I received a lot of, you know, and I know a lot of things happen and it's happening in this COVID season. And fear is a big, I see, I hear it in people's conversation. I see it. But once again, um, and, and mental Mental health is, is, I mean, with a mint, once again, you discover that you have, because most of us, I read that, because I do several, I do a lot of uh, mental wellness, as I told you, seminars, and then I've been to uh, classes on mental health. So, but I read, and I can't remember the stats, but most of us do have some type of mental illness, and we're not even aware of it. So I it mean, is. Illness sounds so harsh, but right. everybody, I like to call right. it like everybody experiences their own mental health journey. Right. And, and that's, because depression could be considered this quote unquote illness and anxiety, but I just mentioned how I had anxiety and depression, and I don't look at it as like I'm mentally ill. It's right. Just I am on a mental health journey. Right. So yeah, I absolutely. Just think that there, like you said, there's a lot of people, everybody has their own health journey it's just up to you to be brave enough to want to sit down and really figure out what your journey is and how it how you can best manage it right that's really absolutely absolutely because you hear me i always refer to wellness when i talk about it's mental wellness in every this mental wellness because once again that's our goal is to we want to be well and that's that's a part of living life abundantly to be well and wellness So um, I'm so thankful once again for you coming and sharing with us. And um, is there anything else that you want to say before? Because I know you have a tight schedule. Uh, yeah, no, uh, um, I just want to thank you. Like I said, thank you for the, the time. 
thank you for understanding my purpose. I, I've been going on this month-long campaign, and I've talked to some people who didn't really understand it as well as you, and so I had to, like, super explain. And so with you, I just appreciate how laid back and, and, and easy this conversation has been, how we've kind of been on the same page about the same themes, and it hasn't really been, like, a I need to super teach in this moment it's like an understanding make sure you take your notes make sure you get what works for you but it's not a overly teachable moment i've had to do that a lot and so this was this was a breath of fresh air to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you and once again you know god I, I thank god for always say um and pray and as he connects me uh with the right people at the right time and once right. again it's his time and so i'm so thankful uh once again that you accepted it you had a yes spirit but once again you know um you know where, where or what you're doing is so important. We share that. We we know how important awareness is. So I appreciate you once again with your yes spirit and being able to your schedule just being able to slide that in. And um, we will be in touch and um, certainly want you to come back and um, once again and, and update us on how it's going and what we can continue to do and, and move forward and getting this wonderful book out. So. Thank you so much. I appreciate okay. it. And I will, we will definitely be in contact to schedule something for, for August area. Okay. And before you go, I want you to hear this though. I always share with my listeners, I always give them something encouraging. Not that we haven't heard anything encouraging, but this right here was, I was led to this, the, to pull this this morning, um, based on knowing what we were going to be talking about right on time. So this is entitled live on a mission. Because you certainly, because what we do is a mission. You know, once right. I call them assignments, you know, I refer to I always say God's assignment. But this right here just sort of uh, sums it up in, in another way. And um, it's a scripture. I always have a scripture with the Romans 8.34. The scripture okay. says, uh, Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. And then once again, that's Romans 8.34, and that was the NIV version. So this goes on to say, is uh, once again, it's entitled Live on a Mission. And it says, we've all come through things that should have stopped us. Maybe you've been through a divorce or lost a loved one and your heart was broken. You didn't think you could go on. What you may not have realized in that Jesus was interceding for you that your faith wouldn't fail. You wonder how you made it through that tough time. The creator of the universe was praying for for you. We've seen good breaks that we didn't make happen. Doors open that we couldn't open. Addictions broken that we couldn't break. We're on the other side now. What is our responsibility now pray and encourage others strengthen that person with cancer intercede for that person who's going through a divorce and doesn't want to go on reach out to that co-worker who's fighting an addiction spend time with that neighbor who's lonely live on mission god brought me through and i'm going to help somebody someone else Help someone else overcome what you've overcome. Give away what you've been given. So I thought about you in this book 
you know, just the way once again, because if you had not gone out there and, you know, and if you had not experienced this, why, as I said earlier, we have to go through the test for the testimony and our testimony is going to help someone else. So I, I thank you. Percent. Yes. That was so, that literally did speak to me. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, you take care of yourself and then we'll be in touch. So, okay. You too. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty, listeners. So, thank you once again. Oh, I love that, guys. So, we are going to get that book and uh do our part and once again um guys you know some of you uh, may already know and be struggling with um some um health issue or um uh mental wellness as i say but um tiara has it's amazing so we have to talk more about have these conversations and we have to be transparent because as you know, it's not just you. Open your mouth you and you'll find out it's not just you. That is so important. Don't be afraid to open your mouth, you know, and just be just be open and, and realize that when you open your mouth, you will you will find someone else that can help you and you will be helping someone else. That's why support groups are so important. Um, and it's just so important to open your mouth and don't be, you know, don't be ashamed. Don't be in All that stuff is just those tools that Satan uses to keep us from helping ourselves and helping others. So remember that. Um, I'm so thankful and so grateful once again that um, we were able to um, get Tierra to come because, like I said, all that just transpired this this week. <laughs> this week, but um, I know, I know, our, our God is amazing. So, so anyway, once again, um, from victim to victory's goal is to help you live a, a victorious life, and um, God is truly expanding our territory and. Um, that good quality life and living life abundantly as we um, call it and as he calls it once again um, that's what he called us to do that's what he made the way for us to do through his son Jesus Christ and so as I always remind you listeners if you have not um, accepted him have you have not come to know him as lord and savior and you do not have that relationship with him that is the first step to make this all work to make this uh, living this life abundantly work and um make it yours uh own it living your life abundant abundantly um, doesn't mean to having, you know, that's not all about having all the money in the world and all the big house and car and all of that. Although, once again, God comes, he says his plan is to prosper. Yeah, yeah, you can have all of that. But the first thing, when you have him, you have that riches. You have the wealth because he is all of that, everything. But you need to be connected to him and seek his face and he will direct your path. And it's a, once again, it's a, it's a simple, it's not hard. It's that faith walk that you take because he's right there waiting on you for you to open your mouth and speak it. You have to open your mouth and speak it. 
confess that you are a sinner and you're living in sin on your own. And that is the great vaccine you need is Jesus to help you to live a victorious life. Doesn't mean you won't live with no problems. Once again, I said a test will come, but you are not by yourself. He is with you. That makes all the difference. Because what we're trying to do, the mindset, oh, yes, it's always that battle going on with the minds. But once again, when you have, we need to know what Jesus says about us, what he, how he sees us, not how others tell, call, name you and call you these names and tell, what, tell you what you are and what you're not. But what is Jesus saying about you? What is God saying about you? That's what you want to remember. So when that negativity comes, you can say, oh, no, God says that I am his daughter. I am his son. I am the apple of his eye. I am precious in his sight. And he loves me unconditionally. I have his grace, his mercy, his favor, and everything that I need because he supplies everything that I need. So we have to remember, once again, he is that strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're not on the journey by yourself. You're just, you're with him. So make sure you have made that uh, decision and had that conversation. And once you have that conversation, um, he asked him to connect you. He'll connect you with wonderful people. Uh, church home. He'll supply all your needs once again. But you first just ask him to open your heart. You open your heart and ask him to come into your heart and you are surrendering yourself to him. And you want him to change your life. Yes, you want him to mold your heart. You want him to transform your mind to think like he wants you to think and you want him to conform your will to his ways. So that's what we want to do. All right. So I want to thank you, listeners. Thank you once again for joining me today. And um, you guys know I appreciate all you do. You know on Tuesdays we upload our new podcast. And please share it. This is awesome. And we don't have no secret podcast. We want you to share it. Go, you know where to go. Go to our website from victim to the number two victoryllc.com and you can get to all our other websites. Now, I want to remind you because I hadn't reminded in a couple of weeks, we're still doing this book um, from the second mile with Sheila. Make sure you get that book too because that is an awesome holistic book on wellness as well. With the mind, the body, and the spirit, all of that. So go to our website and you um, click on that resource center. Or you may even see that uh, banner at the top. You can click on the banner. But all of these can be found in From Victim to Victory's website. Um, and uh, Tiara, you have her information. If you did not get it and you need something um, for Tiara's uh information you contact me once again miss mary 678-910-4856 so i can make sure i get that to you because we are once again we want to definitely support um her and her 
endeavors and all that she's doing in um, with her book and her Embrace, her organization for mental health awareness. Keep in mind, too, this is Mental Wellness Month. It's Mental Wellness Month. And so we want to, uh, once again, we want to embrace and talk about our um, mental wellness. Talk about having these conversations because education is very key. And she is right on point because we in our culture, our communities, definitely we need to wake up. We need to wake up. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be afraid about because that is is, is not going to help us keeping our mouths closed. But what is going to help us is to open our mouths and talk and, and have that empathy, as she says, so important. Having empathy, putting yourself in the other person's place and and just being able to once again be there and share share your experiences and that is so empowering all righty you guys thank you once again for everything thank you for your prayers thank you for your donations and remember um our great devotional if you want to be added to that list as well also i want to remind you our text um word so, so many resources as we, um, I just love this mental wellness and uh, emotional wellness is one of our categories. And that was our um, area of education today. And so it's because of you that we have this great podcast every week um, that we can keep it going and continue to educate in the five areas that we educate in. And that is our, you know, spiritual wellness, emotional, mental wellness, physical wellness, financial wellness, and our um, pre-planning and um, pre, um, pre-planning and also um, the um, pre-planning and what I'm, I'm saying, pre-arrangements is what I'm trying to think of because we certainly are promoting and, and advocates of that as well Alrighty, guys so i love you and miss mary is sounding off guys i appreciate you so much um once again for uh each week listening to the podcast and sharing it and um i, I can't say that enough you guys well once again, it's Miss Mary, and I am sounding off. I know I keep saying it and I keep talking, but I, <laughs> I love you guys, and I appreciate you. And thank you once again. This is Miss Mary from, with, from Victim to Victory, your host, your facilitator, and holistic wellness coordinator. Okay? And remember, um, as well, you know, every day is a gift from our creator and for you to share with others so share this information all righty all righty guys i love you peace and blessings galore take care of yourselves be safe and goodbye